This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness. Now in just a few moments, we're going to let you know how you can get your very own copy of Open Doors, A Year of Daily Devotions book. It's a beautiful hardcover book with 365 devotionals from Pastor Rick that offer daily encouragement from the Bible. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen or text the word daily to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called Relaxing in God's Goodness. It has been my observation, having counseled thousands of people, that we spend the first half of our life uh, sacrificing our health, overworking, in order to get wealth. And we spend the second half of our life sacrificing wealth in order to get our health back. Have you ever thought about that? The first half of life, you, you, you give up your health in overwork in order to get wealth. But in the second half, you spend all that wealth trying to get healthy again. This is not wise. Always wanting more things. In Luke 12, verse 15, Jesus says this. Watch out. Always be on your guard against all kinds of greed because your life is not defined by how much you make or how many things you own. So materialism just like misplaced identity, caused me to overwork. A third cause. In the Bible, it says that envy can cause you to overwork, and that is wanting to be like other people. I'm trying to keep up with the Jones. I'm trying to keep up with my neighbors. I'm trying to keep up with everybody else, and that will cause me to do things that I don't really have the time to do. Too busy trying to keep up with others, and that's envy. You know, their kids have dance lessons, so we have to have dance lessons for our kids. And their kids are involved in these five extracurricular events, and so our kids have to be involved in these five extracurricular, uh, not necessarily. Uh, you know, I, my, my girlfriend is on social media all the time, so I better be on social media all the time. And we do things we don't need to do because other people are doing them. Now, Solomon noticed this problem of envy literally thousands of years ago. In Ecclesiastes 4.4, he says this, I've learned why people work so hard, why they work so hard to succeed. It is because they envy the things their neighbors have. I want to be like them. I want to have what they've got. I want to do what they do. I want to go where they go. Well, they may be under stress more than you, so make sure you're following the right model. Envy, number four. A fourth reason why people don't relax, according to scripture, is when we value achievement over relationships. When we value achievement over relationships. And men, we're, we're more prone to do this than women, but everybody can do this. Where you put your career above everything else, including relationships. We all know people who've walked away from marriages because of their career or they've walked away from 
being a good parent or just being a good friend because the career was more important, the work was more important. And when goals are more important than people in my life, or when goals are more important than people in your life, you're skating on thin ice. Again, here's what Solomon says, Ecclesiastes chapter four. And remember, Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived. And he says this, here's another thing that I've seen on earth that makes no sense. Some people don't have any kids or family or even friends, in other words, no relationships, yet they work obsessively, never taking a break. There's no end to their toil, and they're never content with what they've done or earned. They never ask, and then he asks some very important questions that uh, if you're in this category, you probably ought to ask them yourself. They never ask, why am I always working to do more? Why am I always doing that? Why am I always working to do more? And why don't I let myself enjoy life? And here's the big one, who cares? Who cares? Who will get what I leave behind? I don't have any relationships, so what's this big career that I'm working for and amassing you know, accomplishments and achievements and a pile of money? Who cares? Who's gonna get what I leave behind? What a senseless and miserable way to live. He says, you're better off having someone to enjoy and share the rewards of your work. When I value achievement more than relationships, God did not put you on earth to mark things off your to-do list. He put you here to learn how to love. He says that over and over in scripture, to learn to love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength, and to learn to love your neighbors yourself. Tom preached a classic sermon on this three weeks ago. That that's what matters. Not how many accomplishments I have in life, not how many achievements I check off in life, not how many goals I reach in life. When you get to heaven, God isn't gonna say, tell me your goals and did you reach them? He's just not gonna say that. When you get to heaven, God's gonna say, tell me about your relationships. Did you get to know me? Did you get to know my son, Jesus Christ? Did you love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength? And how about other people? How, how did you score on relationships with other people? Because you, you can hit home runs all day and strike out in relationships and God's saying, ah, wrong answer. Sorry, you missed it. I did not put you on earth simply to accomplish goals, to make a lot of money, to do really cool things. I put you on earth first of all to learn to love. And you can't learn to love if you don't have any deep relationships. Wow, this is why we don't relax. Misplaced identity, I base, base my worth on my work, so I pour all my energy into that. Or materialism, I always want more, so I gotta get more money to get more. Or envy, I wanna be like what other people are like, and so I'm following their ridiculous lifestyle too. And they're stressed out. Or I value achievement over relationships. He goes, why am I doing this? They never ask why I'm always working to do more. Why don't I let myself enjoy life? And who cares? Who's gonna get what's left behind anyway? There's a fifth reason that people don't relax, and it's insecurity. It's insecurity. Insecurity is when I'm afraid I won't have enough. 
I was once sitting at a dinner table with some people who were fabulously wealthy in the multi-million dollar category. And, uh, and I asked that person, so how much more do you think you need to be secure? And the guy looked at me straight in the eyes, and he said, mm, about 20, 30 million more. I'm going, he has no idea that when he gets that, he's gonna say it's not enough. Because it's never enough. You cannot have security if it can be taken from you. And you can have a lot, a lot of money and it can be taken from you. But it's always more and I'm insecure and I'm afraid that I'm not gonna have enough. So I keep working, keep working, keep working, keep working. Here's what the Bible says, Ecclesiastes 6, 7. I love this in the message. We worked to feed our appetites, but meanwhile, our souls go hungry, bam. Our souls go hungry. That sound familiar? I'm so afraid I'm not gonna have enough physically, materially, that I'm giving up my spiritual depth in order to get it. We work to feed our appetites, but meanwhile, our souls go hungry. Or how about this verse, Psalm 127, verse two. God says this, the Living Bible. It is senseless, senseless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, fearing and worrying, there's the reason, insecurity, fearing and worrying that you won't have enough. For God, let's read this aloud together. For God wants his loved ones to get their proper rest. So go home right now and take a nap. <laughs> all right, that's probably some of all you need as is, is we looked at the causes of our difficulties. So how do, you, how do you do this? How do I learn to relax? How do I live a more sane life, a more balanced life, a less stressed and more blessed life? Instead of living a restless life, how in the world do I live a rest-filled or restful life? Well, I'm gonna show you the antidotes to all five of these because God, in his word, gives us the antidote to every one of these causes. So let's look at the solution. If you wanna get off the rat race, if you wanna relax in God's goodness, you, you want to have a more rest-filled life, regardless of the way it's been in the past, what do you do? Well, you trust your shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I will lack nothing. I have everything I need. He makes me lay down in green pastures, and he will lead me beside still waters. If you're following God, if you're following the good shepherd, Christ, he's not gonna lead you in the pathway of the rat race. He's gonna lead you to lay down in green pastures, and he's gonna lead you beside still waters. Signs of tranquility and peace. How does he do that? Here are the five antidotes. Number one, remember my value to God. That's the starting point for getting a more sane schedule. Remember my value and my worth to God. This is the exact opposite of basing your worth on your work. It's the opposite of basing your identity on your career. Now this is so counterculture because when you go to a meeting and somebody says, who are you? One of the first things they ask you is, what do you do? As if what you do is your identity. And the first thing you tell them is your job. You don't tell them about who you are, you tell them about what you do. But he says, if you want to get off the 
the rat race. Remember my value to God. Okay, how valuable are you? Well, let's think about this. The Heavenly Father created you, which means God doesn't create anything without value. And God doesn't create anything without purpose. And God doesn't create anything without intention. The fact that you're alive means God loved you and wanted you alive. So the Heavenly Father created you. That's your value. You're priceless. You're a masterpiece. You're unique. Nobody's ever made like you. God didn't make any clones or copies. So the Heavenly Father created you. Jesus died for you. That shows your value. Jesus didn't die for junk. And the Holy Spirit lives in you. God puts his spirit inside you when you trust him. All three of those show incredible value, incredible worth. I want you to write this down in your outline. It's not what I do that gives me worth, but who I belong to. It's not what I do that gives me my worth. Because what happens if you're disabled? Then all of a sudden you have no value anymore? No, it's not what I do that gives me my worth, but who I belong to. Now for some of you, this is gonna be a major change in your thinking because you grew up feeling, I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody, I'm not priceless, I'm not a masterpiece, I'm not unique, I'm not extremely valuable. Yes, you are. But growing up, somebody told you, maybe a teacher, or maybe a peer, or maybe even a parent, said, you're, you're nothing, you're nobody, you're worthless, you're never gonna amount to anything. And in the back of your mind, you filed that tape, and ever since then, you've been saying, I'll show them, I'll show my mom, I'll show my dad, and that is driving you to work, 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 work. Now, this isn't true of everybody. But for some of you, this is the motivation. That little voice that says, you've got to prove you matter. You gotta prove you're not normal, you're not ordinary, you're not average, you're, you're a superstar. Maybe you were even compared to a brother or sister, or you were compared to your parent, or your dad, or your mom. Why can't you be like? And that has driven you and driven you to overwork, and years later, you still hear that inner voice, and the truth is you can't afford to take time off because you gotta keep paddling. And you're paddling up a stream and the stream is coming the opposite direction and you have to prove your worth. No, you don't. You don't. You don't have to prove your worth. You're already extremely valued. God created you, Jesus died for you, the spirit lives in you, you're unique. You don't have to prove anything to anybody. You don't need their approval to be happy. You don't need their approval to be worthwhile. God says you're worthwhile. Jesus' death says you're worthwhile. The spirit living in you says you're worthwhile. What in the world are you afraid of? The antidote to this building my worth on my work is to remember my value to God. You'll never be any more valuable to God than you are right now. You'll never be any less valuable to him because he made you. He's your father. My kids are valuable to me, not because of what they do, because I created them with my wife. And I love them. And it doesn't matter who they are, what they've done. It's, they're my creations. You are God's creation. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. 
We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. As we start the new year, we often think about setting goals for the months ahead. They give us hope and keep us moving forward. And we know that setting goals is important because the Bible tells us that Jesus set goals. So, Pastor Rick developed a new power-packed download to help you successfully kick off the new year. This resource will give you the tools you need to set and achieve your personal goals, God's way. This life-changing resource is yours free when you text the word FREE to 800-600-5004. That's the word FREE to 800-600-5004. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first, do you want to live in the full and abundant life God desires for you? That only happens when you seek God and spend time in His Word. That's why Pastor Rick put together a 365-day devotional book called Open Doors. Each day features a Bible verse and a short devotional where Pastor Rick, in his engaging and relevant way, makes the Bible easy to understand and apply. As you dive into this book, you'll open the door to greater intimacy with God and experience the love, trust, and the freedom that comes from a deeper relationship with Him. You'll discover God's wisdom to resolve conflict, conquer fear, reduce stress, build healthy relationships, overcome temptation, and so much more. Get open doors today and be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to live out God's plan and purpose for your life. It's a great way to kick off the new year. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people around the world, we'll send you your very own hardcover copy of Open Doors to Say Thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this amazing resource. Or you can just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a closing thought. Jesus said, Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will never pass away. Did you hear that? The Bible is going to outlast the earth and the universe. Why? Because God's word is eternal, because truth never changes. If it was true 5,000 years ago, it was true 1,000 years ago, it's true today, and it's going to be true a million years from today. This is why it's more important to know God's word than anything else. Opinions change, but truth never changes. It's why we focus on studying it here on our Daily Hope broadcast. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.